According to Bible prophecy, in the end times, Israel's importance to global politics will grow larger and larger. And we already see it happening. Uh, but before we get to the program, here's our producer, Kevin, with an important message for you. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. Israel has a population just over 8 million. That's 100th in the world. In landmass, it comes in 150th in the world with just over 8,000 square miles. It's so small that the state of Massachusetts is larger than Israel. If you were to drop the nation of Israel into the state of Kansas, Israel would be dwarfed. And if you take a step further and you look at a map in comparison to its Arab neighbors, it is almost impossible to find unless you have a magnifying glass. But despite its small population and even smaller landmass, the International Monetary Fund lists it as the world's 33rd largest economy with a gross domestic product of $374 billion. Oh, that's big considering the nation's size, but still small overall. That's only 1.7% of the U.S. gross domestic product. In the Middle East alone, the United Arab Emirates, Iran, Turkey, and Saudi Arabia have larger economies. So what is it about this tiny country of Israel that keeps drawing the world's attention? Well, in the time of Moses, a prophecy was given that explains a great deal. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 10, the Bible says, the Lord speaking to Israel, All peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. The people of Israel were defeated and evicted from the land God gave them. They were dispersed throughout the earth. History shows that wherever they went, they were despised. I think they were despised because of their special relationship with God. Even when they were sinning and acting in ways outside His will, they remained the people through whom God sent the Messiah. They were also chosen for other special purposes. God's Word makes it clear that He is still not through with Israel. He made promises to them that He will keep, and all that tends to make people fearful and jealous. The time of tribulation is also known as the time of Jacob's trouble. Zechariah chapter 14 verse 2 describes part of what will happen in that time. God said this, I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. And in Isaiah chapter 5, God said that he will lift up a banner to the nations from afar. And listen to this. He said, and will whistle to them from the end of the earth. Surely they shall come with speed swiftly. The fulfillment of that prophecy is still in the future, but it seems like the ears of the nations have already perked up, just waiting for that signal. Uh, last week, the UN General Assembly again condemned Israel unjustly. Media Line reports, the UN General Assembly voted to condemn Israel for its response to the months-long March of Return protests in the Gaza Strip, but torpedoed a U.S.-drafted amendment 
that would have denounced Hamas's role in fomenting violence. The General Assembly also struck down a U.S. amendment calling on Hamas to cease all violent activity and provocative actions. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, said, Today, the U.N. made the morally bankrupt judgment that the recent Gaza violence is all Israel's fault. It's no wonder that no one takes the U.N. seriously as a force for Middle East peace. Israel's U.N. envoy said, If ISIS were to attack Stockholm tomorrow, ISIS would be held responsible for the attack. If Al-Qaeda assaulted Paris, the UN would issue the strongest condemnation of Al-Qaeda. Only when Hamas attacks Israel does the UN seek to blame Israel. Uh, during the tribulation, things will get even worse for Israel. Zechariah chapter 12 verse 3 says, And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all the nations of the earth are gathered against it. During the tribulation, the whole world will turn against Israel, and God will judge the whole world. We already see the pieces falling into place. All of this proves the Bible right once again. That means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world, you can trust what it has to say about Jesus and his dying for your sins. You can trust it as God's word. Trust it with your life and with your eternal life. Uh, let me ask you this. This is the most important question in the world. Where are you going to go when you die? Are you forgiven of your sin? There's only one way you can be forgiven of your sin, and that is trusting Christ to forgive you. If you have not trusted Christ, if you haven't asked him to forgive you, if you haven't repented of your sin, I'm going to give you that opportunity to do that right now. If you want to, pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.